I really, uh, when you told me that you had a, a theme song, I, uh, I expected you just to like play a song from your, your phone or something. <laughs> and so I didn't, I didn't anticipate the, uh, the trumpets blaring, but I like it. You didn't it. like it? I, no, no I loved it. I loved it. I just, I wasn't prepared. And so I kind of, I, I shuffled a little bit. Okay. Uh, I worked hard on that. Hey, you know, I can tell. And I'm, I really do appreciate it. I want you to know. I really do. Uh, um, hey, guys. This is Kyle and Riley. We are coming at you from the comforts of our home. And you are listening to Continue the Conversation. Um, the whole point behind this is to really recap the kind of Bible study material, uh, to have a discussion that we can invite you in to listen to. And hopefully it brings encouragement. Hopefully it brings um, it points to, to truth and, and helps you kind of, you know, wrestle with, with some of these things we see in scripture that can make us uncomfortable um, or that can make us recognize there are things that we need to deal with. And so this week we are focusing on Matthew 6 uh, verses 25 through 34. So I encourage you to go read those if you haven't already. Uh, and we see the topic that is being addressed in this passage from Jesus is worry, worry, anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, I think it hits home for a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of us worry. A lot of us maybe worry more than we want to admit. And Jesus just kind of throws it out there saying, Hey, if you're, I mean, if you're following me, you don't need to worry about what you'll eat. You don't need to worry about what you'll wear. Um, mm -hmm. I'll take care of you. Um, you know, seek me. And so, so Riley, I just, I just want to ask you, why is this conversation so important for us to be having? Totally. And how cool is that someone would actually take time to listen to us talking to each other? So glad y'all are with us. Uh, worry is a, a struggle that every human has of lesser or greater intensity it's important because Jesus talks about it. So it has to matter, obviously. Um, I think it's also huge because in the church, it seems real common that we've like made it normal. Uh, that worry is just a acceptable part of our lives. In the context I've heard it a lot is with parents. And I, I picture a mom just being worried about her kids and that's that's normal that's the way it should be if she loves them then she should obviously worry about her children um and sometimes uh unclarity of language is at fault because that could just mean i care about my children or i care about my schoolwork, and that's certainly not something that jesus is against um but as we get into this it's 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 something that we are not trusting Jesus with that has potential to happen. Uh, not something that's actualized. And that's why Jesus brings up tomorrow at the end of the passage. Um, but we never want to hold something as acceptable or okay that Jesus is not okay. And 
not trusting him is not ever something that we want to do, especially not something that we want to do consistently. So that's why I see it as an important conversation to have and study through. Hmm. Yeah. I think, I think you bring up a, I mean, just a good point. Um, just how sometimes we, we chalk it up to, Oh, well, that's just how I am. I'm just a, you know, I'm just a worrier or yeah, I'm just an anxious person. Um, so do you think that there are, I mean, some people that are more keen to worrying over others? Yeah, for sure. And that, but that's just true of all of life, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. We each have these places of temptation or struggle that's greater than others. But I, it's important that we don't just play a card of just acceptance of sin. Like this is just, this is just me. So it's just the way it is. I, I think of procrastination as a really common one, mm. especially for people that have deadlines. It's like, oh, I'm just such a procrastinator, but that's not, you know, something you don't have to be that. Yeah. Uh, it might be certainly a struggle for you. So for those of us that do fall into a category of, it's really easy for me to get to a place of worry. Um, this is, this is for you. It's not, uh, something to bring you down in. it's something to raise you up to, to see Jesus's solution, why some of that anxiety and worry might be there, um, how we can get away from that. And then for those of us that it's not as, as big of a problem for, um, not to misunderstand those of us that it is and to be harsh with them. Just like, why, why don't you just trust Jesus? Like, isn't he trustworthy? Why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Uh, and, and so like create some kind of false guilt, but to walk alongside the one that's fighting to, to trust in Jesus. I think of the man that Jesus instructs him to believe. And he says, I do, but help me with my unbelief. Like I do believe, but I'm still, I'm still struggling to do it that we can give grace to the person that's, that's fighting to do so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's I mean that's good. Um, so then, as we we look at worry, what would you yeah. say is maybe the the source or the cause of worry for worry uh, because we worry? Uh, what do you think? Where does it, where does that come from? Um, it's a a lack of proper chemicals in the brain. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's like, I, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> um, that's, that's the danger with uh, current depression and anxiety that I hear going to the doctor and then they just give you medication for it. Um, yeah. I, I think maybe it's possible that someone would struggle with anxiety to the point that medication is, is needed. I really don't have uh, enough information about that, but I do know that anxiety and worry are really interchangeable and that all or at least most is going to come from a lack of trust in God. Uh, and that isn't 
to downplay that it isn't debilitating, that isn't to downplay where you get in points of time where it's like, I don't know what else to do. Like I'm praying and I'm doing all, I mean, I've, I've been there and I know that some of you struggle with it even worse than I do. But I think at the root, it's this lack of trust in God and then an over-focus and trust of self. Uh, yeah. And that's what Jesus is pointing to with the, this first part that we don't want to just gloss over is why are you worrying about your life? Why are you worrying about your body, what you eat, what you drink, what you wear? Like these, these common things is when, when our focus is too much on myself and too much on my circumstance and my trust is also on myself, sooner or later, I'm going to be very aware that I'm not capable to handle the situation. And with that inner focus, when I become aware that I can't do this, uh, it's either worry or it's a giving over to trust in God to handle what I cannot. Uh, and so it's really, I think it's a dying to self problem that, that causes us to worry too focused on myself, too focused on circumstance, too much trusting in me is going to cause me to worry about the stuff that hasn't happened yet, but is potential. Yeah. I think, I mean, when we look at it and we, we look at this passage and uh, you know, we read it and, and read it and med meditate on it and allow us to, uh, to really focus in, you kind of see the, the cause and, and you brought it up really well saying it's a really a, a huge focus on our, our self, our surroundings, uh, what's going on around us. Um, and I mean, that's what, when we, we look at this, you know, secular psychology really points to, Hey, how can this self-help mentality, uh, mm -hmm. you know, maybe a, a quick fix, maybe uh, dealing with this. And, and I think if somebody is, anxious and somebody is just filled with worry that doesn't mean that you know they deal with this on their own and they just as, you know as you kind of mentioned it's, it's not like you just say hey i just need to trust god more like i'm not trusting him enough kind of thing it's like hey no maybe you're trusting him you also need to have community you also need to to find somebody to talk to 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 walk through these things with um because jesus is there and you need to walk through these things with him we also need somebody that can give you wise counsel that can yeah. pray with you, that can listen to you and hear your concerns and hear, hear what's going on. Um, because oftentimes we put ourselves on an Island thinking, well, if I tell them they're going to think I'm silly or mm -hmm. my, my worry isn't justified. I'm, I'm being ridiculous. And so I'm not going to open up with that. Um, and that's, yeah. I, think, I think that's really important to understand is sometimes we just get so caught up in it. We think that there's no, we think there's no way out. And then we apply our, our worldly understanding of quick fixes to spiritual 
our spiritual life thinking, oh, if I pray this, it's going to be gone in an instant. Jesus is going to, he's going to save me. You know, he's going to relieve me of this pain or this worry or this doubt. And that's not always the, that's not always the case. Usually not, at least in my experience, he yeah. usually does not. And he usually doesn't work for that our way. good, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's some reason, but it certainly is like, man, sometimes I wish it was yeah. more often that it was that easy, but, but there's a reason in wisdom that he does everything he does, but you are so right. Isn't it so much easier to worry by myself? Yeah. Like not being in, in close relationship and welcoming people in. I just, I just do in it. Oh yeah. Like I, it's, it's easy to get stuck there. And, um, if we, if we know anything about Satan, it seems that we know he wants us alone yeah. and he wants isolation. And if he wants us to sin, to bring ultimate destruction, then worry is a great, a great thing. And so the, right. the community aspect is, seems huge here. Yeah. Satan. I mean, that's exactly right. The enemy wants us to be sitting in our room thinking and, and focusing on our circumstances and our surroundings of just all these concerns and, and not focusing on Jesus, not being around godly community that can invest in us. Um, right. And so as we, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but uh, so we see that, I mean, the source, you know, it can really be an over-focus on ourself. It can be, you know, a lack of maybe trusting God with, with things in our lives. Um, so then, as we've mentioned, I, I would say, what, what would you say is more of the, the solution? So if we had to, like application-wise, for somebody that is struggling with this, uh, what would you recommend? Well, what Jesus gets to in this passage, and he asks multiple like rhetorical questions, aren't you worth more than they when comparing his disciples to birds? Uh, and so I think the statement he's making is you're worth more that God cares for you more than he does animals and sorry to the animal lovers, but we take priority. Uh, and can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And so a recognition that worry is it's wasting, it's wasting us away it's wasting our effort um and then presence is a huge thing that it takes us away from that mm. when we worry we're removing ourselves we're still somewhere physically but we're removing ourselves to a different place a different situation that hasn't happened and may never happen so i've now put myself in this situation in place and I'm spending effort and energy there and, and pain there when it may never actually be reality. So there's a great waste in it. And so I hope knowing that we're worth a lot to God and, and recognizing that it doesn't bring anything um, can also help. But it's the foundation is really as simple as putting trust in God uh, and 
doing so with a removal of, of trust in self. And this is a, would be a long conversation or, or could certainly be a long conversation, but how do you trust God more? Uh, it doesn't seem to work to just sit there and, and try really hard to trust him more. Uh, we trust God more by who he is in my eyes, matching more and more with reality. Uh, and so as he becomes who he is in me, I'm going to respond with trust in him. And so, um, yeah, I think no. the beautiful truth, uh, verse 33, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Maybe you could talk a little about how that's part of a solution to not worry. Yeah. I mean, and I think as we kind of, we kind of talked about yesterday during our own um, study of this passage, you see that the, those verses leading up to 33, you know, we kind of talked about how people can just focus on 33 and 34 and be like, yeah, Man, this brings such encouragement. It brings hope. Um, I don't have to worry about tomorrow. God's got me. Um, but the verses before that really build that foundation mm-hmm. of how valuable Jesus sees us and how valuable God sees us. And so I would encourage people not to overlook those other, other verses and, um, you know, really write them down, memorize them, put them on a wall to see on a daily basis. Um, but with verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God, it, again, it, it comes back to focus. And, you know, we kind of mentioned, or I mentioned yesterday, thinking of Peter getting out of the boat and walking on water to Jesus. You know, uh, Jesus says, hey, he's yelling out to his disciples, and, and Peter's like, well, prove it. Like, have me come out to you. And, and so Peter's all, yeah, high and mighty kind of thing, walking on the water, everything's fine. And then he starts to notice the strength of uh, just the elements around him, the wind, the waves, mm-hmm. the storm, and he begins to doubt. And so that starts to, to have him sink into the water because he's, I mean, spiritually taking his eyes off Christ. I think the same thing happens here, and that's why Jesus is telling us, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Uh, we need to fix our eyes on Christ. We need to fix our eyes on the Lord every single day. And maybe for some of us initially, it's every hour. It's every few hours um, just because of whether we're a new believer or whether we're just wrapped up in uh, anxiety and stress and, and worry. We have to constantly die to those sinful desires of, of allowing ourselves to stew in those things to where we need to seek him first. We need to put our eyes on him um, and, I mean, his righteousness. Um, and all these things will be provided for you. So what's Jesus telling us? If we're, if we're fixing our eyes on him, then we're not going to be wrapped up in the, the circumstances going on around us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, there was, there was one time I was overwhelmed by anxiety because I had, as you mentioned earlier, I had procrastinated on a paper that was due in seminary. And it was, I mean, 12 page research paper. Uh, it was due like midnight the next night. And it was like 5 a.m. in the morning and I'm typing it up and whatnot. Um, 
And I just got overwhelmed because I'm sitting there thinking, how am I going to get this done? And then I just began to pray and began to, to fix my eyes on Christ, uh, even though I had put myself in that situation. Uh, that was completely done by me. No other circumstances. I had just been lazy. But and then I felt this overwhelming peace just comfort me. I still had a paper to write. Hmm. I still had work that needed to be done. But I was confident in who Jesus was. And I knew, hey, all right, if I, just, if I get to work and if I'm productive, if I'm intentional, I can do this. Um, not like, I guess, for my glory, but for, for his glory because, you know, he wants us to do things in excellence. And so, um, and I know people struggle with, with bigger worries than just a research paper. And focusing our eyes on Christ doesn't make the work go away. But if we fix our eyes on Christ, his peace, his comfort, which we see in Philippians, passes all understanding, will guard our hearts from the evil that's around us, the circumstances that are trying to overwhelm us and, and take control. And so I just want to encourage, uh, encourage our, our listeners, encourage you guys, uh, when you start to be overwhelmed, when you start to uh, get wrapped up in, in everything you have on your to-do list that maybe you didn't get done on time, uh, I mean, fix your eyes on Christ. Mm-hmm. And even if everything's going great, be careful, be hesitant, be more mindful then maybe than, than other times to fix your eyes on Christ because he will, he will be there. He finds us valuable. He's not going to leave us alone. He's not going to put us on an island. Um, and if we, we put our trust in him continually on a daily basis, uh, then we'll have that peace. We'll have that comfort. We still have work to do, but we'll kind of have that, that motivation that comes from the Lord to get it done. Um, and so I think that's really, really crucial, really important for us as believers. Um, and there was, I mean, there was one thing that you mentioned yesterday, Riley, when you were talked about kind of maybe not different levels of worry, but how we may fall into a sin or a struggle. Um, and we may think, you know, with worry, maybe uh, it's like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm just kind of, as you mentioned, I'm worrying about this paper I have to do. And we may not see that as, as sinful. But then if we're, we're being anxious and we're worrying um, and we're allowing it to overwhelm us, then that becomes sinful. Right. To where as we work through those things, the level of temptation that we allow or um, kind of giving into that stuff uh, may become like a smaller window of of a grace period for ourselves yeah um, so can you kind of i mean just can you just mention that i feel like that could apply to to what we're talking about sure uh it's weird some of the stuff we worry about and some of the stuff that we don't um some of the things in my life i really should have worried about it, it wasn't difficult to give it over to the Lord. Um, and then other things that seem so trivial were like really big hangups. And uh, it's easy to trust God until it's not. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, the time it's really easy to trust the Lord is um, like singing worship songs. Yeah. I mean, we make some serious declarations of how good we're going to trust God when we, when we sing those songs, uh, which is wonderful. And uh, hopefully you recognize that often they're aspirational, but once you are in the moment and it's like, okay, here's now the time you're tempted to worry and you're going to make an active choice to put trust into the Lord rather than yourself, that the real, the real stuff happens. And it's important for us to see sin as sin and not to use other people as some sort of standard in this conversation. That, that will always be a pitfall for us that we see someone else's sin as this bad. And then we use them as the standard of what we don't want to be. And as long as we aren't back down where they are, then we're doing okay. Um, and so you could use the term relapse here, but we need to always have God, his perfection as a standard, but also to see ourselves in our place of sanctification. And so if you could see perfection on, on some sort of spectrum and Jesus is all the way and we're becoming more like Jesus in that we're being sanctified, is I know that I'm not personally a chronic worrier and I'm probably not going to struggle with debilitating anxiety where I can't sleep. Um, but that's not my standard. It's not someone else struggling with anxiety to the point that they can't get out of bed. And then I just say that, Oh, okay, I'm better than that. So it must be good. It's recognizing when I'm not trusting him with my work, that I've got something I need to get done. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to, it's, it's not working out the way that I want it to work. Um, that when I go to worrying about those things, that that's a, a relapse or that's me falling into sin. Um, and so having a, appropriate standard for who I am and in how far Jesus has brought me rather than comparing myself to my brothers or sisters. Cause what we're doing in that situation too, is we're looking down on our, the, our brother or sister that we should be looking to love and bring along with us into this trusting of the Lord rather than, ourselves rather than worry. And that's something we'll, we'll get to study next week where Jesus is talking about judging, um, not judging other people, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think that that was something that was hard for me because I'm not a worrier. I had a former pastor one time tell me that he did not experience worry until he had children. And I feel yeah. like I can relate to that. Because I can't, especially as my kids get older, it's like, okay, I can't, you know, be there with them every time, you know, whether they're at school or uh, as they even get older and start driving and going on trips. It's like, hey, maybe I can't be there all the time. And, and that's where I could see myself struggling with worry more so than I have even in my past. Um, but I know people that 
are more prone to worry. And I would just be like, well, just, I mean, I just, I just trust God with that. Like I've just laid it at his feet and given it to him. And, and they just look at me like, Hey, cool. Thanks for the wisdom question mark. And, (laughs) uh, and so it's something that I've had to work on and being more keen to listen to those people that are maybe struggling with something that I don't relate to. Right. And being able to hear them, hear what they're going through, and then not even necessarily like trying to provide them with with the answer. You know, there are times when going up and saying, well, God has a plan, like that's just not helpful, right? <laughs> Thanks, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you uh, hitting me up with that. Um, even though, yes, we know God has a plan, it's like, hey, they're, just say, hey, I'm, I'm really, I'm praying for you, you know, uh, and then pray for them right there in that moment. Um, you know, so it's just something that, that I think on both sides of the spectrum, we have to deal with, like, I can't just cut out the warriors in my life and be like, man, they're too much for me or, um, cut out those people that are just more emotional than I am. Be like, I can't I say a joke and they just start crying or whatever. Um, no, like that's, those are people in my life that God has put for me to learn how to be a better believer, uh, I mean, and when I say better believer, I mean just to to really surrender the things that can be sinful in my life that maybe I have my eyes have been closed to, um, and so the, those are important people in my life to help me to recognize, hey, okay, I, I see the benefit of having these emotions. You know, I see the benefit of of being merciful, of being compassionate. I do see, you know, there is a benefit if somebody has kind of concerns or, or worries that they bring to the table. Like they'll ask the questions that I wouldn't maybe think about and, and they'll help organize things that I wouldn't have accounted for. So, so I think there's important things to come from, from both sides and, and we just need to be careful kind of, as you talked about, like just not to, not to write those people off, not to just be like, all right, cool um, yeah sound, sounds great um i think an illustration for this is well for one for those of us that struggle with worry we want to call you to vulnerability with people hmm. to welcome them into it with you uh but if we're calling people to do that we also need to call those that are going to receive that vulnerability uh, to be someone that deals with it well. And we've mentioned a few ways that we could not deal with it well is to give the five-step plan of how do you stop doing this? Um, does it, does it bring like a, a real big helpfulness, um, to just say, trust in God. Um, it's true, but it isn't the best way. And so I I think of it as if I have a friend that is in a hole and that hole is that they're struggling with worry. I can stand up at the top on the ground level and, and tell them how to get out of the hole. Uh, or I can hop down in with them, uh, maybe open it up with some vulnerability myself be with them with my presence and we can get out of it together with the truth. And so I want to encourage those of us that 
really go to like, okay, here's the three-step plan of how you can stop worrying and stop bothering me with your problems. <laughs> Instead of that, that we will be with, uh, we'll give people our presence. And then with our presence, we can work through the truth to get out together. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, completely agree with that. And unless the hole's super deep and then I'd recommend you get a ladder. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think that that's a really good illustration. Uh, and God's really, done it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, not, that's exactly what Jesus did. That's what yeah. God sent his son to do that for us. And he asks us, I mean, we cannot, obviously we cannot bring salvation, but through living our lives in obedience and uh, seeking his kingdom first, his righteousness, we can point people to Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's a big deal. Um, so as we, I mean, we kind of are, are wrapping up here. Is there any final yeah. thoughts that you have? Anything that you would recommend? Yeah, I think um, when it comes to the solution of worry, if you want to stop worrying, in a general life sense, um, get on the mission of God. Hmm. We see the term or the phrase, uh, God's kingdom or just the kingdom, kingdom of heaven. Like we see that throughout the gospels in the new Testament and context is important, but usually a general definition of what the kingdom of God is, is it, it's him being king over our lives. And so when I make a decision that Jesus is going to be my king, he's going to be my savior, the kingdom of God is growing. And then as I am sanctified by the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of God is growing. Uh, and as I preach the gospel uh, and people put their trust in Jesus, people are discipled, the kingdom of God is growing. And so I think that's a huge replacement to our worry. If our worry is being too inwardly focused on ourselves, our circumstances, how we can't meet the needs of our own life, the opposite of that is to be outwardly focused on the mission of Jesus and how only he is capable to not only meet the needs of our situation, but those of us around us that he is our only hope and he is my family, my friends, my, my coworkers, my uh, co-students, like he is their hope alone as well. And if we will get focused on his mission, I think anxiety is going to naturally decrease just simply because we're not focused on ourselves and we're not trusting in ourselves. We're trusting in him instead. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny how if we really invest time in his word, <clears throat> memorize it, meditate it, study it, read it. Um, we pray, spend time in prayer. We share the gospel. We, I mean, just live out these things. We get into a, a discipleship relationship. We, we start making disciples and we fill our time with those things and our focus right. with those things. Yeah. We're, we're so focused on, on Christ and on that, 
we don't account for, you know, the small things or the, the worries that may, may come up because, Hey, we're, we're fixed on Jesus. Like we, our eyes are fixed on him. Um, and I bring up, you know, times when you go on a mission trip or you go to church camp, it's like, man, living for Jesus is so easy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I feel so surrounded um, by him and it's, and then we come home and it's like, Oh, now I'm back to how I was before. And it's not, I mean, yes, the environment changed, but like the goal is still the same, whether you're in, in China sharing the gospel or in Tulsa, Oklahoma, sharing the gospel, like the goal is the same to share the gospel, Absolutely. to fulfill the great commission. And so, so yeah, I would just echo what, what Riley said. Uh, I encourage you guys um, to, to develop some steps this week uh, to really put your focus, your trust, your hope in Christ, and then uh, to lead others to do the same. Um, that's why we, I mean, we've titled this Continue the Conversation uh, because, yes, Riley and I are, are continuing the conversation from the Bible study material that we're talking about week in, week out, uh, from the topics we'll hit on, on Thursday nights. But we title it Continue the Conversation because now I encourage you, we encourage you guys mm-hmm. to go and to have a conversation about this with a sibling, with a parent, with a friend, with a classmate, with somebody that you know that may be filled with worry, with anxiety, and it's because they don't know the hope that is in Christ. And so we just encourage you guys with that. We thank you guys for listening. Uh, We will be back next week, and uh, I hope you guys have a, a great rest of your week. Talk to you later. Bye.